What's up, everybody? Today we are going to look at the first round of the 2021 playoffs. They are starting this weekend, and, you know, I think that is, like, the best time of the year because it's just basketball for straight days, you know, on end for the next couple weeks. So should be interesting and, you know, some interesting matchups. So we're going to give our predictions and think who we're going to win and go on to the next round. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Balling Out. I'm Sean Robinson. Got Zach Goodrow and Grant Rhodes here. Hope you guys are both doing good today. I just got a Bleacher Report update that the San Francisco Giants now have 19 runs in uh, their current game. So I'm kind of shook right now. What inning is it? Is it like like the second? Like is it something crazy? <laughs> like what's? Uh, what do you mean something like? If they have 19 runs and it's the eighth inning, that's crazy. Like, if it was the second inning, my God. I mean, God. yeah, but let's – I mean, what are we talking here? Are we talking straight history or are we just talking like, hey, it's definitely a great game? I mean, yeah, because if it is like the fifth inning, then there could be some history. Like, yeah, we got – yeah. Like, Dude, this baseball season, I don't even think it should count. I mean, the Tigers just had a no-hitter. Like, that should never happen. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Spencer Turnbull. I might have to get a jersey. Thanks. Might have to get a jersey. Well, but – um. He, he might be he might be traded, Sean, and knowing no. Al Avila will probably get like two eighteen year old shortstops who will never do anything in this league. So be prepared for that. Typical Tigers, typical Pistons, Lions thing, you know. That's the Detroit way. Yep. That's what we that's what they do over here. So let's let's look at the um first round of the playoffs. As of right now, we know of every seed except for the eighth seed, which are the last two playing games. We have the Grizzlies and Warriors, and then we have the Pacers and Wizards, which um, hopefully, you know, I think the Wizards beat the Pacers and the Warriors just smack the Grizzlies. So uh, I think that'll be pretty good. But let's go ahead and get started in the Eastern Conference. Uh, let's start at that. One seed, the Sixers, they will play the winner of the Pacers and Wizards. Let's get you guys' takes on who do we think the winner is going to be and in how many games. Well, I mean, personally, like, I mean, I, I would like to think that the uh, that the Wizards are going to win this game. I mean, regardless, I think if the Pacers were to win too, I see the Sixers taking it in either a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. I mean, the Sixers are talented with Joel Embiid, potential. I mean, he's not going to get it, but potential MVP candidate. I mean, Ben Simmons, who's playing okay right now. I just – I don't see the Pacers or the Wizards competing in a seven-game series against the Sixers. I think the, I think tonight the Wizards uh, will win. I told both uh, you, Grant, and Sean that I'm pretty sure the Wizards lost on purpose to the Celtics so that they wouldn't have to play the Nets. I think it was – big brain moves on their part. So they're definitely going to win this game versus uh, the Pacers. And uh, I agree with Grant with the 76ers. I think it's just going to be a gentleman's sweep from the 76ers. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Four games to nothing. The 76ers are just too dominant. Um, you know, Russell Westbrook, he's had his time, good season, but I think it will come to an end. You don't, you don't think that Westbrook and Beal can pull out 
one win against the 76ers? No, no not a, not after what I saw uh, them playing against the Celtics. I told you they game. lost on purpose, Sean. Now they don't have to play the Nets. I mean, yeah, may- maybe. I would like them to see win one game at least, but I just not, I don't think it's going to happen. It's like it's they knew they could lose on purpose, and the Celtics knew that they had to win because – you know, they're, they're 50-50 every night on if they can actually score a basket or not that isn't from Jason Tatum, who balled out that game, just saying. But, you know, the, the Celtics versus the Nets, I see that one as a definite sweep. I don't – like, Tatum can go off all he wants, but uh, there's no way he's going to go off to a level that, like, Harden, Kyrie, and Durant, like, can't reach that. I mean, that's uh, if, they, if they're all playing for sure. I mean, Kyrie well, might just decide he's going to take a day off or James Hart. But even then, I, I mean, I yeah. agree. I mean, it's going to be either a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. I mean, the Celtics just don't have the star power to face the Brooklyn Nets. Dude, they don't have they don't have the role player power either. I mean, they, yeah, they, they don't really have anything, frankly, that would like actually compete against the Nets. So I, I do see the Celtics stealing one. I mean, like it's going to be, I mean, I think maybe the Nets might go up 3-0 and then just kind of say, hey, it's, you know, just at least, you know, play but some I mean, guys but not go crazy. And you, I can see the Celtics taking one. But even like you're saying, it, even if all three, like, don't play, like even if it's just a Harden and a Kyrie night, like even if, like I think they're definitely going to rest and like minute manage because it's only the first round, but – even if they're not going at 100%, I think they could easily take down the Celtics. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's a rest day and it's like they're up 3-0 and it's the fourth game of the series, like, I still think playing at, like, 75%, they could beat the Celtics. I mean, no, I I think the Nets and Celtics series is going to end in three games because it's going <laughs> to be so bad. I, I honestly, I don't see the Celtics team. Yeah, like you guys said, Tatum can drop 50 points. It's not gonna matter. Um, Campbell Walker, I know he's gonna show. He showed up, you know, for the playing game, but you know he's inconsistent. He's not gonna show up, and they have no bench at all. Like their bench is no one. Like you know they and they have no bigs. I mean the Nets don't have any bigs, but I mean they have Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. So I think it's gonna be really hard for them to just get something going offensively. Plus, a lot of pick and roll, which we've seen it in the past against the Celtics. They have not done the best because they don't have a big man. So, I think it's going to end in three. You know, I think uh, Brad Stevens, he's already kind of said it's going to be tough for them to go up against the Nets. Uh, I think he's just going to give up after the third game and be like, you know what? You guys just go ahead and do what you want to do. And, you know, if we win, we win. Lose, lose. So, I think that, you know, I think that after the Nets are up 3-0, NBA fans are finally going to get what they've always wanted, um, some point guard play from Tristan Thompson. We've been waiting for it all my life. And, uh, I think it'll go extremely well. Maybe we'll get some taco fall minutes as well. So know. So these last two matchups in the East um, should be some pretty good matchups, uh, pretty good series. You got the three and six. You have the Milwaukee Bucks, the Miami Heat, uh, two teams that took on each other last year. The Heat, we all know, won to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, uh, you know, we all know Jimmy Buckets. I don't know if you guys saw a picture today, but he's looking ripped. That was uh, photoshopped as hell, man. 
yeah, yeah, I know it's photoshopped, but he's looking ready, man. He's he's looking ready. Uh, this Heat team, but at the same time, this Bucks team, uh, they did change a little bit, not too much with Drew Holiday. I think it's going to be a very good series, and I think I have the Heat. Actually, I have the Bucks in seven games. Hmm. But no, I, I agree with you, though. I, I think the Bucks are going to pull this one out, and I think it's going to be one heck of a series. Uh, they definitely want some revenge because of last year. I mean, that 4-1, like that's – I was a, a whooping, let's just be honest. And I think the addition of Drew Holiday is definitely going to impact the game. I think it's still going to go probably like six or seven. I, I have the Bucks taking it though at the end. Heat Bucks. I agree with Sean. I think that I think this is probably going to be a seven game series. Probably uh, definitely my favorite matchup in the East. Um, maybe as a whole in the playoffs in the first round. It, it's definitely. I think the Bucks have more talent, and I think they're going to pull it out, but. It's going to be such a good series just because it seems like every year they keep pulled together right at the end of the season. And you can look at last playoffs too, just how well they were playing. I don't know if they're going to be able to put it together enough to beat this Bucks squad. They're just so good defensively. And, you know, Giannis is a freak and he's been a beast this year. I, I think it's a seven-game series, but the Bucs are going to pull it out. Yeah, see, I, I think the Bucs, because this Heat team, like you said, Zach, like they always figure it out towards the end of the season, the postseason. But, um, you know, we haven't seen the same Tyler Hero that we saw last year. They've dealt with injuries. Uh, unless Jimmy can carry them like they did, like he did last year, uh, you know, I don't think that they will make it past the first round, but definitely a seven-game series. The Also, the other series, the last series in the East, is the Knicks and Hawks. The Knicks finally have postseason play uh, for the first time since, like, 2013. So, you know, the Knicks and the Hawks, both these teams, I guess, have both exceeded expectations this season. I guarantee you, you look – you know, when the season started, none of these teams were supposed to be in the playoffs, um, especially at the four and the five seed. So this next team, uh, I've said it before, I'm a big fan of Julius Randle. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, his defense, it has shown that he's doing something right. Yeah, good coach. Uh, the acquisition of D. Rose has also helped them to lift them to be a good playoff team, I believe. So I'm going to go Knicks and seven right here. Ooh. Yeah, I'm right there with that. I honestly, I've been like so back and forth with this series because, like, every single time I've like tuned into a Hawks game or like followed along, like I didn't think they win or I didn't think they really compete, but they just like did. They did the whole season, put up 41 wins. Like that's extremely impressive. But like then again, the same exact thing goes for the Knicks. You know, like no one would have thought they'd be in the same exact stage that they are right now. So. I mean, honestly, it'll probably be different tomorrow and then the day after. But, like, I'm with you there. I think I think just because of Tom Thibodeau and kind of his defensive mind that I think that the Knicks will pull it out. But I think, like you said, it's going to go, like, at least six or seven, I think, for sure. Yeah, I think this is going to be a longer series. I go back and forth on it, too, just because I think that – I think Thibodeau, obviously, with his defense, is going to be a huge factor. But I think that, uh, you know, Nate McMillan has his team playing so well. 
And, you know, even the second half of the season, they've obviously been winning a lot more. But do you think that the Hawks are to the level right now where in, like, in a seven-game series, like, let's say the Knicks have, like, a lead heading into the fourth quarter, like, do you think the Hawks have what it takes as a pretty young team to consistently, like, overcome that? Because I don't think they do at least enough to win four games. You know what I mean? Like, I think Trey Young can obviously hit some buckets at the end of the game, but like, I think, I think the Knicks just have a little bit more and a little bit more uh, veteran players on their team. That's going to help push them past the Hawks. Yeah. I mean, I agree. You said, you said the veteranship too. And I think, I think that helps a lot too. And I mean, I, I just go back and forth on it so much. Cause like you were saying, like the Hawks, I, I mean, I can see them pulling out in the fourth quarter like that in a close game. But, like, then again, I can also see the Knicks, you know, and Tom Timido and, like, that defensive mind, that just – that grit. And I, I can see them, you know, pulling it out as well. So, like I, like I said, I, I go back and forth. I'll probably go Hawks tomorrow and then the Knicks the next day. Like, it's just – I really think this will be a really good series along with the, the Heat and Bucks. I think it will be right there with it. We'll, we'll have to see at the end of the series, if it does go to like six or seven games, how the Knicks are playing, especially Julius Randle, because you already know Thibodeau is going to play him 48 minutes a night uh, for five games straight. So we're going to see how that goes. Yeah, I also saw that Frank Nielakinia will apparently be uh, – might be in the rotation. You guys probably don't know who that is, but he's a uh, – Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so apparently, you know, he's good at defense, so <laughs> expect him to be in the rotation, the D up Trey young. And, you know, the Hawks also have like Lou will, uh, who I will be watching out for. Hopefully he goes off. Dude, he's going to be at the strip club getting wings, man. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he probably is. Walked, no, okay, Sean, he, he was a Clipper for a couple of years. Okay. Move past. Okay. It's done. <laughs> So that that's the East right there, first round. Let's move over to the West. Um, the eighth seed could be either the Grizzlies or the Warriors. I'm taking the Warriors just because these two teams played on Sunday and the Warriors, Steph Curry, dropped 44 points. So I only think it's right that it's going to happen again, especially after last night. This team looks like they wanted to win last night. And uh, – they're look. They I hope they did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I'm just saying, like you know, they looks like they wanted it more than the Lakers the whole game. So, well, I think you know, you know LeBron wasn't at 100, percent which was the biggest pile of horse crap I've ever heard in my life. I I hate it when players do this. Like LeBron's like, I, I'm not at 100 percent before the game. So if they win, it's like man, LeBron pulled out this victory while he was injured. And if they lose, it's like, well, LeBron was injured. Like, I hate the narrative. Go on, Sean. Jazz and either the Grizzlies or the Warriors, uh, what are your picks? I think if the Warriors can win, I want to say the Warriors in like six or seven, but at the same time, if Donovan Mitchell is back and healthy, ready to go, I think the Jazz take care of them in five or six games. See, I think the Warriors pull it out against the Grizzlies for sure. I, th- I think they'll get that eight seed. And then, like you were saying, I think it definitely depends on Donovan Mitchell. Like, I, if he's not there, I-, I can see the Warriors taking it in, like, five or six games, honestly. I mean, they are a dangerous team. 
very, you know, very hot right now. Uh, they're playing well. They're playing good ball together. They're hitting shots. And, I mean, the Jazz, I mean, they got Rudy Gobert. They got Jordan Clarkson. But, I mean, I, I like the Warriors in, in a playoff series like this if they were to pull it out. And, uh, of course, if Donovan Mitchell is not 100% in playing. I think I think Jazz in six for sure. I think the Jazz team defense is so good. Like, Curry's going to go off every night, but do you really trust Wiggins to be that co-star with uh, that Jazz defense on him? Like, you know, he went off against the Lakers last night, but I can't imagine him, you know, playing like that consistently against the Jazz. I think it's going to be Steph Curry versus the Jazz, and I feel like, you know, 14 players can beat one player uh, in six games. We'll see. Also, uh, a big thing for the Jazz is they have to have their shots going in. If they don't have their shots going in, they're going to lose. So uh, if the Warriors can play some defense like they did last night and limit the three ball, I definitely think that uh, increases their chances, upset the eight seed. The Warriors have done it before uh, with Baron Davis, the We Believe Warriors. Draymond Green said this is not the We Believe team, but we could be seeing a we believe Warriors eight seed upset a one seed, which would be pretty cool and leads me on to the winner of that takes on the Clippers and the Mavericks, the four seed Clippers against five seed Mavericks rematch of last year. The Clippers got it done in six games. Uh, I think it's going to be the same way. I think either five or six games uh, to the Los Angeles Clippers. I'll take, know, I, uh, I really can't. I really can't wait to see Paul George play. I'm looking forward to seeing Pandemic be back at it again, right where he belongs. You know, the regular season was a fluke. Whatever, I count it what you want, but no, I got on the real though. I actually, I am curious to see how this Clippers team performs first round. Like you said, I kind of think it'll be the same way. If not, I think it'll be like five games. I think the Clippers will take it. I mean, the Mavericks are. I mean, they're a good team, but just Kristaps is so inconsistent. And, I mean, if you're counting on Luka every single night, I mean, I don't know if they can do it against a pretty pretty heavy defensive team in the Clippers. I'm, uh, I'm going to take the Mavericks in seven, and uh, the Clippers yeah. will get up 3-1, and then they'll blow it. Oh, yeah, if they get up 3-1, it's basically the Mavs. You might as well oh, my goodness. Round at that point, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what we're – yeah, come on now. Yeah. I, honestly, though, I see, I see Clippers in five. I feel like I feel like the first game of the series is going to be like, uh, you know, Doncic is going to go off and Porzingis is going to have a good game and they're going to steal one from the Clippers like game one. And then after that, Tyron Lue is going to be like, all right, guys, like we all need to play the next couple of games. And then I'll just like do gentlemen sweep from there. Okay. Uh, all right. If you say so. I, I think it's going to be – Paul George, I, I'm hoping I agree with you, Grant. I hope Paul George has the best off postseason that he's ever had in his career. Like, I really want this man to go off because last well, year. Obviously, Sean, you love him. the Clippers. Yeah, no, but last year he was atrocious, terrible. Yeah, I know. This year, he better step it up. Like, if he isn't averaging like 25, 5, and 5, it's no good. No bueno. No bueno for the Clippers. I don't, um, I don't think it's uh, I think he averages a measly 18 on like 26% shooting. I mean, at least five turnovers a game. Oh. Probably about something like that. That's my that's my prediction. And then and then Sean's gonna be watching the Hawks and Lou Williams and mean crying because he <laughs> wants sweet Lou back. No, we got Rondo, the difference maker. Oh my god. 
the key difference maker. So then we move on to the three and six seed in the West, the Denver Nuggets, who have the MVP of the league, uh, Nikola Jokic. And then you have Dame Dalla and his Portland Trailblazers. I think this is going to be a good series, especially because the Nuggets don't have Jamal Murray. So I think Dame, he's going to have to do a little bit of work just because Jokic, you don't know what he's going to do. He can shoot it. He can pass it, uh, create for his teammates. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. Hot take. I'm going to take the Trailblazers in six games. Just because Jamal Murray is not there for the Nuggets. And I think that's definitely a key for them. See, I don't, I don't think that's really that much of a hot take, honestly. I mean, I'm putting my faith in, in Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum right there. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jokic will get his buckets for sure, and he's going to put up a phenomenal performance. But I think this is the year the Blazers at least get out the first round like that. And, I mean, they're going to get bounced probably the next round. But, I mean, I, I see him taking this one against the Nuggets, like you were saying, kind of in six or seven games potentially. I, I really th- I think this will be just as good as we were talking like the Heat, Bucks, and and the Knicks and, and Hawks. Yeah, I have uh, I have the Blazers in six too. Uh, honestly, it's not even the Blazers; it's just I have Dame Lillard in six. That's pretty much all they need right there. I think he's been playing too well, and I think that I think the backcourt depth for the Nuggets is going to be an issue. So David McCollum, I don't. I mean, unless you want to throw Jokic on uh, Lillard, I think that would be pretty interesting. But I, I don't see any way they can slow him down. Yeah. Also, for the Nuggets, MPJ, he's definitely going to be a huge factor. So I guess if he can start going off, maybe the Nuggets will have a chance. But I just think Dame and CJ. Uh, it's time to, it's time to see uh, Norman Powell uh, do his thing. Trailblazers <laughs> gave up Gary Trent for him. Let's see if it actually uh, makes a difference. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I want I want Melo to drop at least a thirty piece one game too. You know, off the if they if the Trailblazers need Melo to drop thirty points to beat the Nuggets, then they are <laughs> utterly screwed. I just want to say right now, like as soon as you're like we're we're leaning heavily on Melo right now, it's like wow, your team isn't playing great. Well, no, it wouldn't be like leaning on him. It'd be like if he's hot, you know. So it'd be like if the Nets were like Blake. We really need you to drop like 20 tonight and be like, wow, we're going to (laughs) lose. I mean, they can do that. They're playing the Celtics. So that it's, it's, it's possible. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong. Yeah. Last series in the West for the first round, we have the number two seed Phoenix Suns against the number seven seeded Lakers who barely won last night against the Golden State Warriors. That's uh, whatever, but um, oh, man, let's go. You know the Lakers are favorites somehow in this series, although it's I because mean, somehow of, they have LeBron and AD, and they dude, won the championship last year. Oh my, oh my, bro! Let me give you a fact that has been a fact: no team lower than a six seed has won an NBA championship. Okay, show us since we're dropping facts here. The Clippers have also never made the Western Conference Finals. Let's right. just get the facts out of the way. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you're right. There are, I, told, about- I think I I, th- I told you this last night. I said there is always room for first, and I, I I think at least they're getting the Western Conference Finals for sure. The Lakers. If we're talking facts right now, it's proven that Chris Paul loses in the playoffs every single year to the team that will eventually win the championship. 
I don't know if that's true, but it sounds pretty accurate. So just saying. I'll go with it. That, that, that is kind of true, actually. Uh, somewhat, somewhat true. But if he stays healthy, he's been healthy all season pretty much. I want D-Buck, his first playoff appearance. I think this man, he's got something to prove. I'm going to go hot take. Suns and seven. Wow. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Lakers in either five or six games. Oh. I mean, the Lakers are just a better team flat out than the Suns. I mean, I don't care what the seeding says. I mean, LeBron and AD missed like, like a third of the season. Dennis Schroeder was on COVID protocol he's, every he's other terrible. week. Every other week. Crusoe is not though. Alex Crusoe locking uh, on in. deep. Yeah. He was your only score last night, pretty much in the first half. I mean, yeah, first half, but at the end of the game, you know, you see who's taking a shot. You see what's going down. <laughs> and I know you witnessed it. We were, we were just talking about it last night. Yeah, luck. Luck. luck uh, I'm seeing luck. three rims. Yeah, okay. Shut up, man. Come on. And he, and he made that shot. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> a bucket's a bucket. I don't care how you make it. I mean, Paul uh, George would have probably clanked it off the side of the backboard, but that's just uh, Caruso opinion. did. Caruso slammed. And then you know what he did after that, though? He got right back on defense and got an easy steal on Curry. Zach, let's hear your take. Suns, Lakers. Oh, Lakers in three. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? In three? Yeah, let's go. That's my man right there. In I, three? <laughs> Dude, what? Lakers and Lakers and probably five or six. Somewhere in there. The Suns are the number two seed for a reason. Okay? Yeah. Like they're, they're a good team. I'm not. I'm not saying they're not. They are a good team, but when it comes to the playoffs against LeBron and AD, like good luck. Regular season is one thing, Sean. Yeah, I. You're telling me. I know about the regular season being. He, one he's thing a Clippers fan, Zach. He he shouldn't know all. I, I know a lot about that. Okay, <laughs> I know a lot. So, I I you guys are sleeping on the Suns. D book. Everyone in We're the not NBA. sleeping on the Suns. You're sleeping on the Lakers. You're like oh. underestimating them, dude. If it was any other team, I'd say the Suns like could probably beat them out. It's just I the mean, Lakers. Sean, you act like the Lakers are like actually like a seven seed. Like, yeah, realistically, yes, they are. But like, I mean, if they were healthy the full year, I don't think we're saying that they're a seven seed, you know, battling like this. If LeBron, if LeBron and AD haven't been injured, do you remember the first quarter of the season when there were LeBron MVP talks? Like, settle, settle, uh, Sean, settle. I, I guess. I just, you know, I would love to see the Phoenix Suns dethrone LeBron James. The only reason you want the Suns to win and you're so hard on this take is because if the Lakers win – they're going to have to play the Clippers, and you're like, oh, God. Well, no, not, not until the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, listen, I'm not worried about it. If the Clippers dunking. go up against the Lakers, I'm not worried at all. Clippers and six all day long, okay? You know, we're ducking the Lakers when you guys played the Rockets and, and the Thunder to end the season, but it's, it's it's fine, too. I understand. And you guys ducked us by winning last night. You guys could have swept the Jazz easily then played us in the second round. We ducked you guys by winning. I just, yes. I just want to make sure I'm hearing that correctly. Yes. We, we won, so therefore we wouldn't have to play the Clippers. Yes. If we would have lost, that would have been better because then we could have played the Clippers. Yes. Yeah, it was literally AD and LeBron in the locker room. Like, we not only need to win to make the playoffs, but we also need to win because we can't face Paul George, the proven playoff sniper, 
he's such a killer in the postseason. Then LeBron and AD started laughing all back and forth with each other and then went out on the court. Oh, all right. Well, I, I, I guess you guys can be the, I mean, the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but, you know. But we have Rondo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. He actually just said that. That's, that's, yeah. And that man Kawhi. Yeah. I'm like that one time when you said, yeah, but the Wizards have Robin Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) Difference maker. He is the second best Lopez in the league. (laughs) (laughs) So that is the first round, our first round predictions. It's going to be full, you know, for like the next three, four weeks, first round. It's going to be some sweeps uh you know some quick series and then there's going to be ones that are going to go all the way uh or if not close to it so are we uh are we going to come back and do a pod on the second round or are we going to have like emergency podcasts when paul george drops like more than 20 points like are we going to get in the group chat no. like guys paul george finally showed up they'll just be showing no, we don't need to in the playoffs we need to talk right now we don't need to do that now because i'm confident that he's going to do it if he ever drops single digits in the playoffs, like Sean, I want you to emergency understand. Podcast. Like, like I am, yeah, we're definitely having an emergency podcast just to flame Paul George. Like it'll be probably the longest podcast we have too. I just oh, just God. want you. To I don't be surprised if I don't show up. I'm not gonna be here. It won't like, even be, be right like there. it won't even be Grant and I like uh, talking smack. It's gonna be like Sean literally has like a two page document just full of excuses for why Paul George like wasn't at a hundred percent. We didn't have his trainer there. Oh, it's yeah, all that crap. I, I can't wait to hear all the excuses. He's a he's a new man. He's a new man. New year, new man. He's got the braids just like Kawhi. He ain't no he's, Kawhi. He's different. Though. He's different, huh? He ain't no Kawhi though. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But he we'll plays see. more. <laughs> he plays more. Paul George plays more than Kawhi, so he's no Kawhi. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna do it for us. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Catch us next time for the second round. See you on the flippity flip.